the voice of freedom. Yesterday, I, I only get one uh, Twitter feed directly, Pope Francis, my big boss. Um, and, you know, one of the rules on, like, Twitter and Facebook is, like, don't, don't actually read the comments that people make, right? So I saw this comment that the Pope had said um, that we are made in the image and likeness of God. And this person made a comment about, uh, they said a few things, and then they said, we are all gods. And I kind of just like, I was like, wait a minute. Like, does that mean something or does it mean nothing? And I was pondering that. And on one hand, we believe that because of our baptism, that we receive God's divine life within us and we're to safeguard it um, like, a, like a candle, like a flame, um, to keep it burning brightly. Um, but I, I wouldn't say I'm, we are not gods, but we share in God's life, and he's trying to raise us up to share in his eternal life for eternity. But I, I think there's a, a tendency, it's very easy for me, ever since Adam and Eve, right, for us to want to to be in charge, to dictate things, to define my own existence, um, and to, to say what is good and what is not good. That, that I want to define those things. That might be fine for you, but I, I, I want to define that which is good. But the challenge with that is I actually have no power to do that. Because I'm not God, I actually don't have the power to change reality. But he does. And his voice, when he speaks, changes reality. In our, in our first reading, we hear from Moses who had been given the authority of God to speak God's law. And he, because God was with him, that Moses led the people out of slavery into freedom. And, and it's, it's a beautiful foreshadowing of Jesus that, that God desires to lead all of us, that we who can hear and listen to his voice, he wants us to lead us from, from the slavery of, of sin and selfishness and poor decisions led by his voice towards that place that uh, I don't know where I'm, I'm happier I experience more life I experience freedom and so Moses tells the people in our first reading that you that after me God will raise up for you a prophet from among your kin and will put my words into his mouth he shall tell them all that I command him. To him you shall listen. That Moses is saying, you know, you listen to me, but you need to listen to this one more. And the person who directly followed Moses, who actually led people to the promised land, was Joshua. And the one whom he was also talking about is, many generations later, Yeshua or Jesus. That Jesus is the one who speaks with power, 
and authority. And we see this in the gospel today. That Jesus goes and he teaches in the synagogue. And the people are amazed, not, not even so much at his teaching, but because he speaks with authority. That when he speaks, realities are changed. Somebody, one of our students on the retreat gave me an image that I actually kind of liked. Um, she said, she said, if a police officer says to you, you are under arrest, your reality has changed. <laughs> you're now under arrest. But if like you say that to your friend, you know, you're under arrest, they're like, get out of my way. You know, like, um, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. But when somebody who has the authority and the power speaks, realities are changed. Just like at the Eucharist, right? That um, Jesus says, this is my body. And you're like, well, it sure looks like bread, you know? Um, but it's like the power of his word changes things. And we see an effect of this, that there's this evil spirit who recognizes Jesus that's the one thing throughout the scriptures when you read that. It's like, it's amazing. Um, evil spirits have no problem recognizing Jesus. They know exactly who he is. And they are 100% docile, obedient to his voice. Whatever he commands, because he's God, they have to do. But you and I, because God gives us freedom that we have first to recognize his voice and then we have the choice whether we, res whether we respond or not. That's why we're given the psalm today, Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts, but, but listen. Because this is the voice that wants to lead us to freedom, wants to lead us to deeper joy. A couple of years ago, um, I had these three students showed up here, and I didn't know them, and they had this feel about them, and I was like, I know what this is. This happens about once a semester, and sure enough, they come into my office, and they're telling me all these stories, uh, recognize, uh, basically talking about how um, they were being afflicted by an evil spirit. And interestingly, priests were actually the most skeptical. It's like, okay, you got to prove it to me, you know? But... And, and so I sit there and I'm asking my, my usual questions, trying to understand. Um, and, and I come to find out, I was like, so none of you guys are Catholic. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're not Catholic. Um, I was like, well, how is it that you're coming to me, a Catholic priest? And they said, well, we were talking to our pastor uh, and he said, um, I can't do anything. What you need is to go talk to the Catholic priest. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Why is that? Because even today, evil spirits respond to the authority and the voice of Jesus Christ. Not Matt Lowry, but when I speak in the name of Jesus Christ, that evil spirits obey. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that powerful? And, and isn't it funny, like, here are these people who are not even Catholic, who recognize the power and the authority there, when I think a lot of times us Catholics don't even recognize it. It's like the evil spirit hears and obeys Jesus' voice, 
but I struggle with obeying Jesus' voice. And so what do I do? I want to learn how to listen. I want to listen and I want to follow because I believe that it will lead me to happiness. And, and when, I, when I believe that and I have the freedom to follow, it's just amazing. I, our Newmanite speakers this week, we had like a women's talk and a men's talk. And, and Father John Muir, he started the men's talk and he said this. He said, hey, I'm Father John Muir. Uh, I became a priest because uh, Jesus told me to. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, that sounds like, I thought we weren't into like that blind obedience thing or whatever, you know? Which is what people think, right? Oh, you're Catholic, you know? I like to think for myself. And it's like, um, I like to think for myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but here's, here's the point is, okay, um, when Jesus calls, and what this priest was saying was, um, that because I have, I had a relationship with God, because I knew that God loves me, that God held, that Jesus holds nothing back for my happiness, that everything Jesus asks of me is to help me grow in freedom and happiness, and, and I've learned to trust him. And so if he asks me to do this, yeah, sure. I'll do that. If that's going to make me happy, I trust you. But if we have no relationship and it feels like I'm, God's telling me to something to do, if it's an arbitrary command, I will never want to obey it. If God is just dictating things by divine command, do this. But if, it's, but if I don't recognize that he loves me, if I don't have a relationship with him, I will never want to obey it. But as I learn to know him and trust that voice, and I recognize that that's the voice that leads me to greater freedom, then I, I want to attune my ears to hear him more clearly, and I pray for the grace and freedom to go wherever he leads me. So how do we, how do we foster this knowing this this recognizing I, I was thinking about this way like uh, like when we have a subject in school that we're struggling with to understand um, organic chemistry is probably a good one for everybody right you know, um, or whatever and we go talk to the teacher sorry I didn't mean to <laughs> make you shudder but uh, if you go talk to the teacher what would the teacher say okay you want you want to understand then here's what I'm going to suggest to you um, you're First, keep coming to class. That's how you're going to hear. Uh, secondly, um, read the book. Uh, third, you know, surround yourself, get together with some other students and like talk about it. Strengthen each other. And then fourth, the, the things that I suggest to you to do, um, do those things. And if you do those things, you will understand this material. Similarly, in our faith, if I want to understand what God's asking me, if I want to hear his voice, perhaps first, show up. So for every person here, check. You know, like, <laughs> I'm doing it, you know? And, um, and then secondly, it's like he's saying, if, if you want to know what my voice sounds like, read my words. 
Read, read the scriptures. What does Jesus' voice sound like? In, in the face of evil or anything that would take us down, Jesus says this, quiet, come out of him. That Jesus fights for my freedom. Jesus fights against all those lies and noises that would like overtake me, that steal my peace. That's what his voice sounds like. And I know that from reading scripture. And so knowing, reading the book, knowing his words. Third is to surround myself with people who, who are also trying to know him. There's no such thing as a solitary Christian. It doesn't exist. We can't stay strong. But by surrounding ourselves with other people, like that's where we find strength. Um, isn't it, it's, someone commented to me, they said, it was amazing to me. This is, uh, this is someone who's not Catholic. They said, I went to the Catholic Newman Center and I was surprised at how many students are there by themselves. And I said, I thought to myself, I think that's awesome. Because it's hard to do anything by yourself. And it's so much easier when you have a friend and you're like, hey, what mass are you going to? All right, let's go, you know? That's, that's why we do things around here to try to build community. It's, it's, we need that. It helps. When I'm feeling weak, I go, hey, man, I'm, I'm, thanks for that reminder. I'm feeling weak, you know? And fourth, like the things that Jesus suggests or we hear or, I don't know, just like teachings, that, that by being faithful to that, that, that those four things help us to, to understand and recognize the voice of God. And, and when we do those things, like, isn't it true that when we go to Mass, even tonight when you walk home, like you take a breath and you're just like, I'm glad I went. That's the voice of greater peace. That's the voice of greater freedom. And so Christ wants to, I don't know, help us be attuned to his voice. So I listen to his voice, not to, to any other voice. And, and his voice is, it's, it's subtle. It's not, if, if evil came at us like obvious, we could dodge him. Like if, if, if we had this question of like, should I bake cookies for my roommate or should I slash his tires? You know, like, um, you're like, well, I see that one coming. Like, that's clearly not from God, you know. But, but, but evil, it's, it's much more subtle. And it requires just a, a little more attention. Like, like this. Here's, here's a situation that, um, that, I don't know, you might face. Or, so it's, let's say it's one of your friend's 21st birthday. And uh, you're thinking to yourself, like, man, I'm, I'm really tired, like, and I've got a lot of work to do, and don't exactly have a lot of money, and um, I just, I, I really, I think I just need to, like, stay home. But then it's like, but I don't, I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want them to feel like I don't care. Um, you know, I... I've actually, you know, and, and I've, been, I've been struggling with alcohol um, and some of the decisions that I make around it. Um, but, you know, maybe, maybe I'll have a good time. And, and, and so part of me wants to do that because I'm curious, like, what might happen. I don't want to miss out. Can you hear the two different voices there? So I, I'm, I'm tired. I got stuff to do. I've been struggling with alcohol and some of the decisions. But the reason I would go is I, I, I kind of, I, 
I want them to know I care. I don't want them to feel like I don't care. I don't want them to get mad at me. And um, yeah, I don't want to miss out. That's, that's a little more of the voice, the voice of the Lord, that if I can trust it and listen to it, that, that Jesus' voice is like, I want you to be happy for a long time. It might not always feel good in the quick present moment, but it's worth it. Um, but the evil one is like, no, no, it's, no, you should never have to suffer. You just, if, you, if you want it, just experience it. Just choose it for yourself. I, I had a, just a little subtle, I'll give you another one more example, uh, last example. Uh, last night I was doing a wedding down in Phoenix and I was at the reception and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, um, okay, it's, it's getting close to the time that I said I, would, I, I needed to leave. Um, I want, I need to drive back to Flagstaff because I, I want to be at my best uh, for the students tomorrow. I have three masses. But they haven't cut the cake yet. <laughs> <laughs> and they also have an Italian ice truck outside that they're going to open up in a second. And I don't want them to be like disappointed or feel like I don't care. So I want to be like that guy that people like. And Bruno Mars just started playing. You know, like, um, <laughs> it's so subtle. It's kind of like last week I said, what am I going to wish I had done? What is future me going to wish I had done? But it's also in that moment, too, of if I'm truly honest with myself and if I can listen to that voice, that voice that's advocating for me and my happiness, what is that voice saying? And the more I listen to that voice, the stronger it gets and the easier it gets to listen to. But the more, the more I go back and forth or I go over here, it gets harder to distinguish. And so what do I do? I go back to the things I mentioned. I show up. I do the celebrate the sacraments, I read the book, I surround myself with people, and I just, I follow the suggestions to help me become just a holier person, you know, a better person. So that's what Jesus wants to do, that, that his voice, as we learn and are trained to listen to it more and more, it's the voice that always leads us from slavery to freedom. It's the voice that speaks truth to my identity when I feel bombarded with the noise of lies. It's the voice that advocates for my happiness every moment if I can just listen to the voice of freedom.